0: Sponsor of the Score North Studios, TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's Score North Live.
1: You know, him solidifying himself, uh, you know, all, all the, the bad uh, rhetoric that he gets all the time, uh, you know, about this or that. You know, I just. Felt like, um, you know, it was time to tell a lot of people that
0: he's our guy and he did it.
1: That was Mike Zimmer after a playoff win over the Saints on Sunday. This is Score North Live on 1500, scorenorth.com, and the Score North mobile app. Rami Makhlouf in the TCL Broadcast Studios. Judd Zulgad alongside for about the first half hour. Matthew Collar is uh, making his way from Vikings practice to these studios. He will join me for the remainder of Score North Live. Declan Goff on the other side of the glass in for Manny Hill today. And lots to get to with you this afternoon, including uh, more cheating in Major League Baseball. But wanted to start there with. The those minnesota vikings judd and i know that they're just coming off a playoff win and uh folks are probably feeling pretty good about their football team right now right and a lot of guys in that building are probably feeling pretty good about themselves and their futures and their job security after that win wouldn't you think i would hope so yeah that was a nice win it was a really nice win i hate to be that guy who brings the conversation down to this yeah does that really does one playoff win really changed the way that you feel about some of the key figures within the Minnesota Vikings, namely the three guys whose future with this franchise we were contemplating going into Sunday's game, and that is from the top of the ladder down, Rick Spielman, the GM, the head coach, Mike Zimmer, yep. and just what you do about Kirk Cousins with one year left on his contract once, once this season is over. Because a lot of people thought that their fates, or at least individually each of their fates, Was resting in some part on what happened in that game on Sunday, and Judd, I I fell into it too. I'm I'm a guy who tries to warn, fight against the tide of overreaction in the NFL, the ultimate overreaction league. But even I was sitting here and saying, "Yeah, man, you might have to decide what you're going to do based on what happens on Sunday." But I'm also the same guy who says, "Why are we judging anything on one football game? Like when we have the debate, playoff game
2: though. Okay, that's completely fair." Is it? Oh yeah, yeah. You're you're gonna judge, you're gonna judge Rick and Mike on playoff games. I okay. mean that that was now. Now I would say this, the the um, story that you're asking about is very much a work in progress right now because you know if if they win on Saturday, that's what I'm saying. They're in the conference title game.
1: But we're sitting here two days after they beat the Saints, and and everything is rosy and hunky dory, and you feel good about everybody. Could this change very quickly with a loss Saturday in San Francisco, where people want Mike Zimmer's head again, people want Rick Spielman's head again? I think it depends on people what that game looks like. are done with Kirk Cousins and don't want well, him here beyond 2020.
2: I, I think it depends on what that. I think it very much depends on what transpires in Santa Clara, California, on Saturday with the uh, Niners game. But that being said, you know Mike and Rick, as far as uh, a tandem or a duo went, going into Sunday's game had one playoff win. That's not impressive. You're you're supposed to win playoff games. Now they've got two, much better. And they won a game that, quite frankly, I think, unless you were the most ardent diehard Vikings fan of all time, you didn't think that they would, would win. So does that change your impression of them? I think absolutely. Now, if they get blown out on Saturday, could that change things? Yes. But I would say the only my biggest question, and the one that I am not willing to say, oh, now you know, or now... And, and I just talked about this, on Ventline, I think it's very much an in-progress story, is Kirk Cousins. like I can't look at that game and say, absolutely, sign him up to another three- or four-year contract. I have to see this, and I have to see this play out now. Uh, so while I probably feel better about the GM and coach today than I did on Sunday morning, the quarterback still, I think it's a work in progress, and, let, and let's and let see what happens against the 49ers. Let, let's take each case individually, between Spielman, Zimmer, and Cousins, and,
1: and go in that order. And if you want to get in on this discussion, 651-646-8255, do you really feel differently about any one of those guys, or all three of them, because of one playoff win in New Orleans on Saturday? With, with Rick Spielman, with any GM, I think you evaluate their job performance simply on roster construction. You can look up and down a roster and tell me if you think that they have talent. Tell me if you think that Rick Spielman has done a good job. I don't think that's the hardest job to necessarily evaluate from where we sit. It's kind of obvious whether or not... Rick Spielman has done a good job of constructing this roster, and Collar has made the case a few times on this show, and I'm sure on Purple Daily, which you can hear weekdays, two to four, one of two Vikings-dedicated shows here on Score North that you can listen to, scorenorth.com, and the Score North mobile app. And they have all pro players at every level of their defense or guys worthy of all pro consideration at every level of their defense. And when you look at what he's done with skill position players at wide receiver, at tight end, at running back, Rick Spielman has done a fine job. Offensive line seems to be sort of a Achilles heel of his and finding a quarterback, unless you believe in Kirk Cousins has also been an Achilles heel, but that's. You could say that about 25 GMs in the league at any given point, that they haven't been able to find that guy at quarterback. So overall, I would say Rick Spielman has done a good job of constructing this roster. And quite honestly, the outcome on Sunday did nothing to change whether or not I believe that. I I. I, I I might have wavered a little bit before the game because I was buying into the pandemonium and the panic of Vikings fans off of two losses, including an ugly one to the Packers and having to go on the road and win three playoff games if you were going to win a Super Bowl. But I think that if you step back from all that and take a look you and evaluate Rick Spielman's job performance, you have to say he's done a pretty good job of constructing this roster
2: when you look at the talent that's peppered up and down every unit on this team. I agree, yeah. And he's done, and I I think where it's fair to question him, and has been, and might continue to be, is finding a player at probably the most important uh, position in all of sports, quarterback. And now if Kirk Cousins comes out on Saturday and his lights out, that looks really, really good. And Sunday's game... In Sunday's game, the Vikings did have the advantage of, of having all of the offensive ingredients, or at least the best ones that they can possibly have. The O-line's not going to be perfect. It's just not. But yet um Cook was back. The Thielen was clearly as healthy as he has been in months, which meant that they took that when the Saints took Diggs out of that game, Thielen became a weapon. Uh Irv Smith is a good player. R- Rudolph can play a role. So yeah, Rick has done a nice job of constructing this roster. Uh, the, Did you think that before? The question. I thought he'd done. I thought he's done a good job with the roster, but the quarterback thing haunts him. Okay, and will and will depending on what transpires Saturday could continue to, and that's where you have to. I I believe if you own a team in this league in 2019. You really need somebody who can identify that guy cuz that position's changing and there are teams if nobody could find one at all you'd say all right no one can right but teams are finding them but I, you're you're right it's not a ton but that's where if i owned a team and paid people millions of dollars that's where i want to make sure that you can identify that that guy but that does not mean that rick has not gotten some great late round uh draft steals he has mm-hmm. and he has done and I told you this last week. Zimmer and Spielman, say what you will about their shortcomings, but the one thing that they've done for this franchise is they've brought stability to a franchise that for a long time had some successful years but didn't have stability. Sure, They've stabilized things. They deserve credit for that. They deserve credit. And I I have never said I don't believe that Mike should be fired. What I said is if Dallas is coming and offering you a high draft pick, i got to listen to that. (laughs) Yeah, you absolutely have to listen. So to this that. this was not a if Mike doesn't beat the Saints, he's fired for sure. But there was tension around that place, which was a bit odd. And and if Jerry Jones is calling me and saying, "Ah, eh, you know, I like Mike a lot. Maybe I might give you a second round pick." I'm not hanging up the phone on
1: Jerry Jones. No, you think about it. I think you have to you have to yeah. pick up that phone call and consider it. So again, I didn't. I don't feel any differently with a level head about. Rick Spielman before Sunday than I do after Sunday. I want to see
2: the quarterback thing continue to play out on Saturday.
1: Let's move on to Mike Zimmer. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, I said there were, there were two questions that you had to ask when it comes to the future of Mike Zimmer. And again, phone lines open to you, 651-646-8255, or tweet us at SKORNorth. One is, I think you have to consider the fact, or ask the question of, is is the identity of this football team becoming offense? Is is the defense declining and the offense on an uptick because of what you've put together in the triumvirate of Kubiak, Stefanski, and Cousins. And if that's the case, do you want to risk rocking that boat and taking a step back offensively by letting somebody come here and steal Kevin Stefanski from you? And also folded into that question is, do you think Kevin Stefanski can be a very good NFL head coach? Mm -hmm. If the answer to both of those questions is yes... I think you do have to consider moving on from Mike Zimmer, or at least if you were considering that before Sunday, if that was a question you had in your mind, you still have to consider that after Sunday, of whether or not the, the identity of this offense or this team is offense, and you want to keep Kevin Stefanski and the major pieces of this offense in place to ride that momentum and carry into a new era of Vikings football. The other thing you have to ask yourself before Sunday and after Sunday about Mike Zimmer is, and he laid out his resume with Deion Sanders a couple nights ago on NFL Network. 600 winning percentage, third highest winning percentage of any Vikings head coach ever. They've made the playoffs three times, won a couple of divisions. Really, really strong resume. And he makes a really good case. And I'm not, I'm not here to say Mike Zimmer is not a good NFL head coach. He is. To put together the resume that he has and that he laid out for Deion Sanders a couple nights ago, you gotta be a good NFL head coach. But what you have to ask yourself is, have we plateaued with Mike Zimmer? Can he take that next step? Can this football team take that next step, which is winning a Super Bowl? That's what you're trying to do. That is the ultimate goal. If you're a quality football team and you're not rebuilding and looking to the future, if you're, if you're in a win now window, do you think Mike Zimmer can take this organization a level higher and bring home that ultimate
2: trophy? And I don't see how winning one playoff game convinces you of that but it's how he did it on sunday and that's super impressive and that's the game that we've been waiting for and that's the defense that win on sunday if you had sat mike down after the day they signed in march 2018 cousins to that three-year free agent contract and said mike give me the blueprint now i need it i think i know it but i need it give it to me mike would have said okay we just got an upgrade on case And this is not a Hall of Fame quarterback, but we just signed a definite, and he is. Kirk Cousins, no matter what we say about him, is an upgrade on Keenum. Keenum had one great year, and it was fun, and it was a mirage, okay? But Mike would have said, but this team starts and ends with my defense and my ability to scheme and my ability to develop players, and this defense is the centerpiece, the focal point, as long as I'm coach here, of this team. And on Sunday in the Superdome, that's what we saw. We saw a team... We could talk all we want about what the offense did, but the reality was you made Drew Brees look helpless. That's Drew Brees. He's going to Canton. You made Sean Payton look like a fool. That's Sean Payton. We all don't like him, but he's a really good offensive mind. That was the game plan that we have been essentially uh, waiting for since the NFC title game of 2017 in Philadelphia, that game plan. And so my question to Mike would be, why did it take this long for you to unveil these things? And Mike would probably say, "Because the games weren't as important as that game." But I would come back and say, "Yeah, but you did things that made total sense, and and some, or actually, some did, some didn't, but they all worked." Uh, but if this is the, but if this is the engaged game planning Zimmer that you're going to get, then do I, I in an offensive league where he could stop teams and quarterbacks, do I want him as my coach? Hell yes. But I'm wondering where this has been, because what we saw knocks my socks off. Taking two edge guys and playing them inside and causing Drew Brees to look like he's 21. Uh, Taking Sendejo and doing something that, when it started, I thought was ridiculous, but having him be basically your slot corner. And he is, as we talked to Pellicero about yesterday, a box safety, things like that. So... If the conversation is, "Oh yeah, Mike Mike still has his fastball?" That changes my thinking completely. Because he can stop teams that way. 20 so, points so to the you, Saints in New Orleans. You're
1: more convinced today that Mike Zimmer can can take this team to the promised land than you were on Sunday?
2: Oh yeah, cuz I saw something I hadn't seen in 2 years. I mean, he's won playoff games before. I mean, he won a playoff game before. Yeah, but that was a lucky a lucky win. They led 17-0 at halftime. They collapsed against Breeze and Peyton second half. And, as we have talked about a thousand times before, they got a miracle to win. This was no miracle on Sunday. This was a you beat the Saints. You Yes, you got some luck, but ultimately you game-planned them into submission. This was as impressive Viking playoff win as we've seen in a long time, probably 15 years. I, I'd say the last time the Vikings had a playoff win, or no, 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 2009 uh, season against Dallas in the divisional round game. They pounded the Cowboys in the Metrodome that day. This is the most impressive Viking playoff win. I'm talking impressive, not fun, since that game.
1: Okay, and the third guy who I think... But are we going to see this all the
2: time? You know, That's I mean, exactly my point.
1: That, but that's a fair point. And I know Mike Zimmer is a brilliant defensive mind. There are other brilliant
2: defensive minds out there. But I'm not giving the job to Stefanski based on that because I don't know a thing about him potentially as a head coach. Oh, I'm not saying it has to be Stefanski. Yeah. I'm just saying that has to be one of the things so you gotta come that, to me, that you got to consider. But you got to come to me with a guy behind door B who I say, oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Not the Patriots wide receivers coach, you got hired by the Giants today. Hey, you come to me with that? They were talking about Jason Garrett before that, so it's not, right, it's not but, as bad a hire as it b- could have been. But if you come to me with with uh, Rule, who got the job in Carolina today, Matt Rule, or you come to me with the wide receivers coach for the Patriots who had been their special teams coordinator, or Jason Garrett, guess what I'm saying? I'll, I'll stick with Mike. Versus the unknown? Versus yep. the unknown. Now, but the only thing, and the and. Not to sound like a complete hypocrite on this, the reason why the Dallas thing intrigued me was if I if you're going to give me a really high draft pick, I'm at least intrigued by that. But I'm saying fi- I'm saying flat out firing. See, I don't I don't have to get the known commodity when we're talking about a coaching hire,
1: whether it's replacing Mike Zimmer or anybody else in any sport. I don't need the known commodity because the next big thing is always out there and. I've said this every time we've talked about Mike Zimmer and any any possibility of him not being the Vikings head coach beyond this year, which is if you're Rick Spielman, if you're the Wilfs, and you've just come to the determination that this ain't it, that this guy is not getting us where we're trying to go, sure, you don't stick with him just because you're afraid of the unknown. You're you're scared of what's behind door B. You go and find the next big thing. You should you be, have confidence in yourself that you're going to go and find the next yeah, great head you coach. Yeah, but you've got to have
2: that confidence, though. Right, exactly. But, but you also have to tell me if you don't. Like if I can sure. look you in the eye and say you're nothing more than a football fan, then I don't trust you necessarily. Which, which is why Rick becomes so important and his job. I, I like the GM gets the coach model because ordinarily, at least, I want a football person. I don't want you to, if you're the Wilfs, I don't want you to go fire Mike and then say we'll find his replacement. Quite frankly... I don't trust you. You sequestered Brad Childress for like four days here because you were convinced he was the choice. Brad had never called plays in Philadelphia for the most part, so I flat out come down to hey, look, you run a good franchise, you've done some really good things, do I trust you as a football guy? If you're the Wilfs, absolutely not. No chance.
1: And the third guy who I think is his future with the Vikings was in question before Sunday, but now seems that people are kind of sold on him, is Kirk Cousins. And the question with Kirk Cousins is, do you trust him in the clutch? You're telling me now you're sold on Kirk Cousins no, in the clutch because no, no. of
2: one game? No, 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 no. I'm with you on this one. I want to debate you one bit. No, I need to see way more. I think that we took... I think that... Um, I think what we did on Sunday was we took the tricycle out or the bicycle out and put the training wheels on the back, and we got Kirk going, and he's on the sidewalk, and he looks pretty good, <laughs> but on Saturday, <laughs> on Saturday, we're taking those wheels off. Are you still running behind now him with your a, hand oh, on the seat? No, aren't you?
1: Yeah, for sure. Oh, I'm with yeah. you. Okay. No, no, we're
2: both doing. So that. that's that's the stage that we're at. He's on two wheels, but you're riding, running behind him with well, your hand on the seat. I'm about to put him on two wheels, uh, more so on Saturday. Okay, I feel like I feel like Sunday. he sort of had the training because he, you know, keep in mind he wasn't great. He made some great throws late. Um, but the first half, he still looked like Kirk to me. So of all of the three people that we're discussing here, Rami, when we land on Cousins, this is where I'm very skittish, and I am not willing to make any proclamations from the Mount about this being a different Cousins. Could it be because of this? Maybe, but I have no idea. I smell an athlete challenge where I'm on a bicycle and Judge <laughs> Judd is trying to make sure that I stay on the bicycle. <laughs> I'm not a bicycle rider that much so it actually could be a very do you good. You know arcade. how to ride a bicycle? I do but oh, okay. like how can you not be a bicycle Literally I've been on a you bicycle balance? Maybe five times since I turned 16. I'm not really? exaggerating. I hate riding a bicycle. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's kind I of, was going to say, I don't ride bicycles. It's kind of like riding a, riding a bicycle. You, that? You, just, you, you never you forget. forget. Yeah. <laughs> now,
1: <laughs> I don't I I know, did, man. It, that's it might why be why it's the expression. I didn't play it's the like intro for BetLine today either. You like, just forget things. It so might be true. more
2: fun if you're drunk then because your balance would be off. And then it would be more of an athlete challenge.
1: But you zip around town on those scooters all the time. I've seen you in uptown. Yep. You not do? inviting me out with yep. you and your friends you yep. zip around on those things i yeah. love those scooters oh
2: i don't trust those things this su- the sustainable urban core i no. i'm all about it get rid just, of them you
1: know what i got no problem with the scooters get rid of them i don't know if you're one of these guys declan don't just ditch the same the thing in the middle of the lawn like find a, like a nice light pole you can lean it up against out of the the question. Way, a bike
2: co- rack maybe yeah go ahead here's my question We've got rules about everything, right? Yeah. Seatbelt. Yes. If you're not wearing a well, seatbelt in your, your car, and by the way, I encourage you to do so, it can result in a traffic ticket of some sort, right? Yeah. But yet, these scooters I see people on uptown and downtown don't come with helmets. Nope, they don't. And if you fly off one of those, there's no, there's nothing to yeah. So natural selection. <laughs> natural right. selection. No, let's just. To. But why why do we have them then? Because like, they're convenient. Okay, but why do we have all these rules about things? You can't smoke with an X amount of feet of a building, because <laughs> oh, okay. that might hurt people. <laughs> I wonder where that was going. <laughs> but if you ride a scooter, you don't have to have, have a helmet, but unfortunately, if you fly off that thing and slam your head into the sidewalk, it just makes no sense. I, there are terms like, you are supposed to be wearing one, but it's not going to like prevent you from unlocking it, if that makes sense. Oh, so could, you're
1: supposed to provide your own You are helmet? supposed to provide your own If helmet.
2: a cop sees you not wearing one can he issue you a ticket i would just maybe he'd be a kind of a anyway just quickly i don't get that one move
1: when you leave him in the middle of the sidewalk that's on the corner i know you said you don't do it declan i'll take you at your word yep it's a minor inconvenience for me judd declan there are people on wheelchairs man who need the like the ramps onto the sidewalk they need clear sidewalks like to get around like be be have some courtesy have some respect so what's your opinion of kirk my opinion of Kirk is the same as it was before Sunday, which is he's exactly as good as as what you put around him. No better, no worse. He's not going to lift you up. He's also not going to tank the whole thing for you. And I, I do still have questions about him in the clutch and in the big moment. I think that's totally fair, though. And what I'm saying, before we get, and I, I see people lined up, 651-646-8255. I see your tweets, at Score North, at Rami is tweeting. He's at Jay Zalgad. I want to be clear on what I'm saying, Jud. I'm not telling you to feel one way or the other. I'm not saying Mike McCarthy should be fired, Rick Spielman should be fired, you should move on from Kirk Cousins, or the opposite of that. I'm just wondering and cautioning you from completely changing the way you feel about or view any one well, of those three guys based on
2: one football game. I think from an organizational perspective, all right. if Spielman and Mike were in any trouble before Sunday's game, So I'm not talking from my perspective. I'm talking from theirs. I think those two are now safe, and I think they're going to get extensions. All right? That's what I'm telling you. I think if they're smart from a quarterback perspective, I do not, if they lose on Saturday, go and rubber stamp a contract extension for Cousins. By the way. By the way, we have uh, breaking Vikings news. Andrew Kramer reporting uh,
1: Mackenzie Alexander will undergo surgery to repair the knee injury that kept him out last week. So he's and clearly don't need him. Likely, Jim's uh, got some up his out sleeve Saturday and likely the rest of the postseason should they advance. I'll be playing nickel on, on uh, Saturday. Do you feel most people don't know that differently about those three major players in the Vikings than you did on Sunday before the win over the Saints? Four six five one six four six eight two five five or tweet us at skornorth. Let's go to Josh in Plymouth. You're on Score North live. What's up, Josh?
0: What's going on, gentlemen? Not much. Hi, Josh. A uh, couple points I wanted to uh, to make here in regards to Zimmer. I think he's a great coach, and I don't think he, at this point, uh, hiring another coach is going to make any any sense at all. The only knock I have on him and is is more he's more of a black and blue, old school kind of coach, and he hasn't really. You know, gone with the times too much as far as strategizing for his games, or he's been a little bit too stubborn with with personnel. You know, not not bringing in, um, you know, Hill for example. Why is like for example, why isn't he playing Brown Curse? But I do love the fact that the last game he did some innovative things, and when he does that, he's on. But the problem with him is he's not consistent like that. The last two seasons, he's been. Quite a bit conservative and he needs to break out of that. That's his, that's my only knock on him. Two, uh, I just want to make the point that Stefanski's job prospects are swimming extremely. They are drying slow. up. That's well, right now true. I think the Browns, I think the Browns, Browns are, are the only team that would have any interest in him and granted any other playoff teams if they fired their coaches. Um, so there's the prospects of having him next year are pretty good, uh, unless he takes the Browns job. Which I think would be a disaster. Uh, third thing, uh, in regards to Cousins, I, I say that we wait till the end of the season to evaluate. There's no need to even talk about him right now. Um, if he tanks the next game, then there's still questions in the air. If he does, if he does well and it gets in the next round, I think there's, there's a good chance that maybe we could resign him or maybe, uh, restructure his agreement to allow some more salary cap and, you know, keep some of these players like Harris, et cetera.
1: Appreciate the call. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, I think you, you can I think you can wait until the offseason to make evaluations on at least two of those three guys. Again, Mike Zimmer winning one playoff game doesn't necessarily convince me, and quite honestly, I don't think it should convince the Wilfs and Spielman that he can take you to the next level, that he can take this team another step and win a Super Bowl. He won one playoff game. He won a playoff game. How does that convince you that he's the coach that can take you to a Super Bowl? We know he's a really smart defensive mind. We know he's a leader of men. I'll give you a good example, Judd. In Tampa Bay, they knew they had a good coach in Tony Dungy. Mm -hmm. They just thought he wasn't the guy to take them the next leap to win a Super Bowl. So they moved on from Tony Dungy and brought in John Gruden. And won a Super Bowl, and many will argue that they still would have won a Super Bowl if they stuck with Dungy. But we don't know that. What we do know is that they they decided this just wasn't going to happen with Tony Dungy for whatever reason. Right. And we got to move on and bring
2: in somebody who who gives us a better and they, chance. And and yeah, keep in mind too, the Buccaneers made a enormous trade to get Gruden. So if you've got that, if you feel that that guy's there, and you say we'll, we'll give up two firsts, a third, okay, then you, in your mind. You've hit on that guy. But if you're the Vikings, are you going to make that trade? Probably not. And that's what, and I just, I would need to know who's going to be making the decision on who the replacement for Mike is going to be. And is that, are you, do you think you've got some hot guy? The thing that drove me crazy, and I think drove us all nuts last year after the, the uh, season came to an end, was this whole thing of, oh, you know how Sean McVay works? That's the stupidest thing ever. Like, if you go around to smart people, they're going to be like, yeah, but that's him. He's he's one person. Just because this guy crossed paths with McVeigh at one time might mean nothing. So I need to know, because the problem is, I think as fans and in our jobs, we fall into the trap of thinking that the people doing the hiring are always smart, and they're often really not. And lots of them can be fans at times. That's what concerns me. And the thing about Sunday that doesn't press me is Mike came up with a game plan that I hadn't seen for two years that was a great game plan. It, it was If the Vikings had won that by three points and it was just a fluke and they didn't play that well and the defense was, you know, if the Vikings win that game 45-42 on some late field goal, that's a nice win. But I'm saying, what did Mike really do? But I can't discredit Mike when Mike came up with, with a plan where – in some ways I'm frustrated because I keep saying where was that but in some ways I'm also in awe because I watched it and said this is off the charts fantastic. So there's just a lot of ingredients here that that I think go into the potential thought process. Got a
1: tweet here from uh Billy C it says wanted Zimmer to be coach before Saints game and even more after we saw a team versus the Saints that finally played well on both sides of the ball and with injuries on defense who would we get as a coach? that is better. I'm not the guy who interviews these guys. I'm not the guy who sits behind closed doors and evaluates who will be the next head coach, but I'll repeat it again. If you don't think Mike Zimmer is the guy, and I'm not saying he's not. I'm saying if you're the evaluator and you don't think Mike Zimmer is the guy, you can't be scared to move on because of the unknown but are you that's willing, out there. But
2: are you willing to do what Tampa Bay did then and go get that yes. guy at at an enormous price of draft picks yes. potentially. If I'm serious about winning a Super Bowl, because yes. if you're going to tell me that you that you think that you can go find that guy from like the college ranks or assistant ranks, I got to know who you are and why I should trust you. Let's get one more call in on this, Kyle
1: in Denver. You're on Score North Live. What's up, Kyle?
0: Hey, I was just wondering what you hey, guys Ken. think the gray area is because, in a certain sense, these guys are all tied together. And so, if they went five and eleven, I, they're all gone. If they went to Super Bowl, they're all back. So, yep. what's that gray area in which we bring some back? Not, I don't know, Cousins back, the Zimmer's the departed. Back. Kyle,
2: <laughs> it, it, it's the departed. <laughs> Move away from Mr. Cousins.
0: <laughs> Let's say they get blown out on Sunday, for an example. Who would be? Do you think they would bring? Zimmer back, but not Spielman? I don't know. It just seems like they're all in the same boat together, but maybe I'm wrong.
2: I think Spielman and Zimmer are back now for sure, I think. I do think the Cousins decision, because his contract is not up till after 2020, might not be as quick or as decisive as we think. I know we're up against a break, so this there's probably a discussion to have
1: on Mackey and Judd with Rami this afternoon, weekdays 4-6 to 6, here on Score North, and maybe something to discuss with Collar when he joins the show right after this. But are you so sold on those guys after the one playoff win that you'd consider extension? Or is it, are we going into a lame duck I don't year? I right. That's
2: a good question. We'll no, think about no. It for I, three I think and they'll hours.
1: get... Uh, just think about it. For three and a half hours. It. Just do Tell it. me on uh, un- Mackey and do Judd it. with
2: Rami today. All right? You're fine. <laughs> As if in 2020, people are going to come back at 4 o'clock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
1: got to hear what Zolgad <laughs> has to say. you can go and listen to it anytime you, yeah. you want, Judd, on the Score yeah. North you mobile app. You got
2: Merle, Spotify, Frunkite Apple, wherever you get The world's
1: hinging on what they're going to say. I'm going with Zolgad. And Declan. Appreciate that. And Matthew Collar, who joins Score North Live right after this on 1500scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app. Passes. Caught for the win. Kyle Rudolph. And the Vikings are moving on. The
0: Vikings stepped up and pulled off a massive road playoff win in New Orleans. Hey, you held them the 20 points, man. You gave us a chance at the end. But I got three words for you. You like that? Next up, Garoppolo. He's got a man! Another walk-off for the 49ers. Watch the game anywhere. Talk about it here on Score North, scorenorth.com, and the Score North app.